BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Johnny Kent Show. Oh, did you see the Trump thing from yesterday? He went on uh, Fox Business, and he said uh, if he was president, uh, he would have uh, nuclear submarines going up and down the Russian coast. Trump, I don't know. I Trump, didn't see that. Though. Oh, no. Trump uh, went on TV and said about Putin, I listened to him constantly using the N-word. That's the N-word. And he constantly uses it, the nuclear word. And we say, oh, he's a nuclear power. But we're a greater nuclear power. We have the greatest submarines in the world, the most powerful machines ever built. You should say, look, you mentioned that word one more time. We're going to send them over. We'll be coasting back and forth up and down your coast. You can't let this tragedy continue. You can't let these thousands of people die. I guess he's running. Oh, it's probably. still a story two years from now. Yeah. He'll certainly use that stuff. Well, whatever happens, he's going he's gonna to say, you know, we stood around weekly. And, and did nothing and allowed thousands of people to die. And that is a correct statement. We are standing around watching thousands of people die. You want to get in there and fight, don't you? You want to go. I would, I would like for Putin to feel some fear. And for all the cronies around him to feel fear like, oh, my God, we're all going to die here. Something's got to stop. Right now, there's no consequence. There's no consequence for the guy. What happens when there's no consequences? We see this in California. The land of no consequences. What happens? You get more and more and more and more. Well, it's exactly what's happening with Ukraine. No consequences. You get more and more and more bombs and more dead people. I mean, just make him think for a minute that maybe this is a bad idea. Make him a little bit scared. I don't get it. But I don't run things. Uh, let's talk about crime. It happened again today. A jewelry store in Beverly Hills was hit by smash and grab robbers. This happened at two in the afternoon. Luxury jewels of Beverly Hills on the corner of South Beverly Drive and Charleville Boulevard was struck just before two o'clock. Five people <clears throat> armed with what seems to be sledgehammers broke the front window, got away with several items. They were wearing hooded sweatshirts, sweatpants, and surgical-style masks. So they're going to have to probably really enhance the video to get a closer look at who yeah, they might be. Sure, and then they'll find them, and they'll spend five minutes in jail, and they'll be busting into some other jewelry store in a week. 
Yeah, I, I can understand why the police wouldn't even bother to do these investigations anymore. What, 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 what does it get anybody? Let's talk about what this leads people to do. Because it's exactly, probably a logical leap from what you just uh, said. This happened in Alameda. In the Bay Area at a Walgreens, a customer saw a shoplifter and decided he had to take action. Here's a story from Dion Lim, ABC7 in the Bay Area. Witnessing what appears to be shoplifting at Walgreens isn't exactly uncommon these days in the Bay Area. Putting on his backpack. But what is? Where did this guy walk out with all the stolen stuff? Oh, please come. A man who requested we only use his first name of Kevin, taking matters into his own hands. This is a time you can make an impact, make this happen. I see some from leaving the uh, store and then uh, threw him to the ground. The incident, which happened on a Saturday afternoon, quickly escalates. I'm way better than you. The struggle ensues for more than two minutes. Leave me alone. Leave me alone. Kevin can be heard asking bystanders to call police and also blames the man for increasing prices. The suspect then starts yelling out to a friend. He kept calling for his friend. And I thought he was fibbing. But he wasn't. And moments later, a sedan pulls up. A man in blue walks toward the store. And he came behind me and tried to get me into a, a head, headlock. That's your point? Then I picked him up by the groin and uh, threw him to the ground. Oh. Yeah. Kevin loses his shoes during the struggle. <laughs> Both suspects run to the getaway car nearby. Should I record the car? Alameda police tell me if you witness a crime and can record it safely, then great. But to get involved can open yourself up to litigation. Plus, if a business doesn't cooperate with the investigation, is it worth inserting yourself? I could have been charged with assault, and I may be charged with assault. It's it's furious. We all kind of are realizing Northern California, little soft cities like this. According to police, the stolen merchandise was recovered, and Walgreens did not seek prosecution. The big question for Kevin? Would you do this all over again if you had the opportunity? My mom will kill me. My friends will kill me. Uh, But, uh, yeah, I'd do it all over again. Yeah. All right. Body slammed. I think they picked the other guy up by the groin. One guy? One guy in the whole state. And yeah, the took report, on both of them. The reporter's scolding. It's like, well, you know, you you know, you know, could get um, uh, arrested and charged. Well, the thing is, you could get shot if they had a gun. Yeah, but I pulled just, it out while you were flipping them. But, but yeah, but the only way now is to make them afraid, just like with Putin. You got to make the bad guys afraid. You ready to take if on you shoplifters? You know what? I've I've had it here. I, that, I mean, what, what? Otherwise, you sit and do nothing. I mean, the police end up not charging. Did you see the video? He's like he's holding the guy down on the ground while he's calling yeah. for his friend. Hey, help me! And and Walgreens. Isn't uh, pressing charges? No. What's wrong with them? Of course not. They're they part of the problem, shoplifters. too. Yeah, well, yeah, exactly. What's that constituency? <laughs> they should be They should be campaigning publicly to get Prop 47 overturned. Just... They should. They, I, everything's crazy. Oh, okay, go ahead, steal it. What's oh, funny is this is right outside the store. He's just sitting on the guy. People are walking into the Walgreens like nothing's happening. Oh, here comes the other guy. I see. This is where he tried to take him. And <laughs> he takes it. Kevin's actually pretty big and actually pretty uh, athletic. He just flips that guy over too. <laughs> That's great. He is lucky they didn't have knives or guns, though. But we we have to have this. <laughs> if there's no resistance, what's going to happen? Yeah, nobody else helped. 
not didn't help Kevin. Yeah, they all just, Walgreens they, doesn't help. They walked right. They probably thought it was like a bunch of homeless guys fighting, knowing you know the Bay Area. Yeah, That's probably what you assume it when might, you see it might a couple be, of crazy guys outside a store wrestling. There's probably that scene every day. Yes, exactly. It's just two two drug addicts beating each other. All right. When we return, we're going to talk about something apparently elitist Westsiders are doing to protect themselves from crime. If you were listening to our show last night, we talked to a woman from Malibu who had quite the scare. She had a home break-in while she was home. She got out of the house as quickly as she could and called the police, but they broke a big sliding glass door. Now she wants to organize her neighbors into like a neighborhood watch thing. But there are other people on the West Side, particularly what happened to Jacqueline Avant, the Beverly Hills woman who was shot to death by a home invader. We'll talk about what some are doing coming up next. John and Ken, KFI. John and Ken Show. John Cobalt, Ken Shampoo, KFI. AM640 live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. All right, well, we're talking about crime. And, of course, a lot of people focused on the possibilities of being a victim of crime. Uh, last night we talked to a woman from Malibu who had quite the scare. She was home alone. When apparently some guys were breaking into the house, they smashed open a sliding glass door. She managed to escape to a neighbor's house and called the police. Now she's trying to organize her neighbors into like a neighborhood watch program. The story in The Hollywood Reporter takes a different avenue. Well, it's some of John's West Side neighbors, though they're not building uh, a safe room to protect them from Putin's nukes. They're building a safe room to protect themselves from home invasions. Dean Cryer is the vice president of international operations at something called Building Consensus slash Panic Room Builders. They specialize in building these safe rooms. Inquiries have increased 1,000% just over the past three months for his business. Because of the high-profile murders and robberies, in neighborhoods like Beverly Hills and Malibu. And of course, we all know what happened to the poor woman, Jacqueline Avant, who was shot to death in her own home by a home invasion robber. These stories really drill through to people. In the LA area, some houses selling for as low as 4 million or 5 million are being, the term is called, kitted out. I think there's something that is an immediate sense that increases value, says one real estate agent. Um, apparently you're not allowed, and this is interesting, you cannot tell casual buyers or appraisers the exact location of a safe room. Often you can't even mention its existence at all until the property's under contract. Until they find Be it one day? <laughs> because, no, when it's under contract, then you can tell them because... <laughs> Somebody could be casing the house. Robbers. Oh, yeah, sure. They could come well, into the guise of an open house and be asking, hey, is there a safe room here? What's it look like? And yeah, this, they're up to no good. That's why you go with seller's advantage. <laughs> okay, good. That's a good plug. You don't want strangers walking through your home. This is, this is exactly right. You don't have to deal with that. It could be casing the place. Yeah, one agent says you never know who's casing. It could be potentially casing a house. Um, here's the panic room, and here's how you access it. Uh, we once had a property and an appraiser came and was measuring the home and they could not figure out why this was this kind of dead space. Well, we wouldn't, we couldn't tell them what it was. They just had to assume it was a dead space, but actually it was a secret panel. Behind the secret panel was a safe room. They build various safe spaces ranging in security levels from one through eight. 
safe rooms at level three may be protected with Kevlar, while a level eight is encased in thick steel. Yeah. Just the doors alone can be 2,000 to 3,000 pounds, so the crooks can't pound or shoot you know, their way in there. 3,000 pounds of thick steel? That'll stop radiation, too. Oh, so are you thinking about this, too? Well, actually, I was. I, I, I have, have a, plenty of room in your house to probably dig out a safe room like this. I have. Well, I have a kind of a hang up about uh, the the door to yeah. to the room, and you know you can seal it off uh, with like plastic sheeting and duct tape, but then you're also sealing off the oxygen. So I'm trying to figure out how you get an airflow into our uh, our bomb shelter room. See, that's what they, with these safe rooms, I'm sure they have yeah, an airflow. They, they have an airflow, right. Right. And they're probably just as good to be used against nuclear attack as right. against a home invasion. Um, it says here you could kit out a small closet for about 100 grand to 150,000. And then there's north of there because some people want something really special. One person in London uh, built two rooms, full suites, which cost over a million dollars for their safe room. It's a place you may never go to, but if you have to go there and stay in there for a period of time, right. I guess if you have the money, you want to make it really special. Right. Well, because you could see how many wealthy people are getting broken into. And and one thing that the bad guys have learned is having an alarm system doesn't mean anything because nobody responds. Nobody responds fast, right? The police don't come. They don't care. They're not showing up for home burglaries, at least not very quickly. You'd have to have a private security company that responds for right. you. And, and, you know, on the west side of L.A., cops to show up? No. Yeah. Set a timer. See, see how long it's going to take. Because they don't staff the area. That's why. Yeah. They don't. They put everything on the east side and the south side where they're dealing with uh, real criminals. In fact, this story says that a lot of the rooms have biometrics. That means a finger or a retina scan uh, behind a bookcase or a hidden wall. And then there's panic buttons that automatically call security services. See, it doesn't say police. It says security services. The firm uh, cooperates with security guards and former officials in law enforcement to constantly improve the impregnability of the safe room. There's a, I like one guy at a house in Hidden Hills and uh, the Real estate agent said, I think there was more artillery in there than probably one of the bunkers of the U.S. Army. Oh, so somebody actually does get in. He's ready to shoot right back. Yeah, right? yeah. Uh, there are packs of food that wouldn't go bad for two years. Actually, you can get food that lasts 25 years. Television, yeah. microwave, small bathroom. Uh, it was like a studio apartment, but ready to take on the zombie apocalypse. Yeah. Well, that's what you got to do because nobody in government is interested in stopping this. Nobody. Uh, we're all left defenseless. And the wealthy people have a lot of stuff to steal. Because, you know, something people, uh, what, what, I, what I've learned is that people are very, everyone's the same in a way. They, all, they put their, because I've talked with like security people, and every, everybody puts the jewelry in their bedroom, their master bedroom, in drawers. In a safe? Oh, in drawers. Well, it depends on how afraid you are of being broken into. A lot of people just put it in drawers. Yeah, yeah. so they can get to it quickly. Then right. you got to do a safe, but it's better to have a safe in a panic room. Uh, because 
what you have like with uh, the story in Malibu yesterday, they look at your house and decide, okay, this house looks like it's worth a few million dollars. There's probably some good jewelry in there. And they watch you leave. And if they see the woman is well-dressed, right, she's got nice clothes, she's got a nice handbag, she's going into a BMW or a Mercedes or something like that, it's okay, she's, she's got some good jewelry. And, and so you go, you go through, you know, the sliding doors are really easy to go through. And even if the alarm goes off, you just beeline for the uh, bedroom drawers. And you just scoop everything up, put it in a sack, run out. You'll get away with it. That is and even what if you, most of the home invaders do. They're there to grab everything as quickly as possible, so you can't make it obvious. You do it at night. You put, you, you know, you have a hoodie on. You, you, you saw the security video from that Malibu situation. It was very difficult to tell what was going on. Right. And uh, you're not going to be identified. You're going to get away with it. I mean, that's what I mean. The security cameras and the alarms, I think a few years ago, would intimidate crooks. And But if it's not backed up by an immediate police presence... Who cares? Man, and and uh, so that's why they're getting bolder. I don't blame people who are more and more taking action into their own hands. John Cobalt building bunkers, people building safe rooms. Uh, I, I don't think there's a level of confidence oh. that there was many years ago with the right response coming quick enough. And, and I, hear the, I hear the talk. People people are arming themselves. They're getting They're getting guns. Yeah, that could be a different kind of tragedy in the home, but yeah, well, sure. <laughs> you and your wife can't drink too much. Trip over the dog and just shoot <laughs> so, everybody. Somebody up. has a bad temper and drinks too much, then yeah. <laughs> we got more coming. John up. and Ken, KFI. John and Ken Show, John Cobell, Ken Shampoo, KFI. AM640 live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. Speaking of the iHeartRadio app, use the talkback button. Leave us a message that we'll use for the voice line. Why not? It's easy to find a little microphone. You go to the iHeartRadio app, the KFI page, John and Ken, and use the little microphone to talk back to us. That's why it's called the Talk Back. We will consider those for inclusion in Friday's Moist Line play. And Ken will call you back immediately. Sure. It, it's an intercom right into my house. That yeah. Talkback. Buzzer goes off and he'll be right on the phone. In my safe room. Uh, the Moist Line number is one eight seven seven moist 86 one 664 7886. Those calls come up in just uh, three days during this hour. The latest developments in Russia, Ukraine, is a real battle besides what's been going on for weeks the battle for Kiev, the capital of Ukraine, which, in case you don't know, is the northern part of the country, actually not far from the Russian border, which is why they just came marching in there across, uh, well, it's actually Belarus, but came marching in there towards Kiev. Uh, but in the southern part of Ukraine are two port cities, which are really under heavy fire right now and a battle for control. It's in Mariupol and Odessa. Odessa's on the Black Sea. Uh, apparently fighting there is getting really fierce in the last couple of days. It is close to a nation called Moldova, which sounds like something you'd see in one of those spy comedies or something. I'm from the nation of Moldova. Well, there's concern there that they could be next. They are not a NATO nation. However, they have neutrality in their constitution. Well, that's I not going to I should tell ha- you this, though. It's only 3 million people, and it's one of the poorest countries in Europe. So maybe not. I don't know. When you get it, what do you do with it? Well, guess what? They also have Russian separatists fighting in Moldova, just like they do in Ukraine. So it's a very similar story. 
to Ukraine, it's just a much smaller nation and probably maybe not as strategically important to Putin as that uh, huge Ukraine with its 44 million people is. So we don't know, but apparently a couple of stories popped up today that Moldovans are concerned that uh, this could be the next push by Russia. Uh, Biden announced today new economic sanctions on Russia. Not sure what they are yet. He's going to be traveling to Brussels to meet with the NATO leaders, the G7 leaders, the European Council. That'll come up on Thursday. Well, the only thing that would matter is if Europe cut off a purchase of oil and gas. Yeah, I think that would be a big one. At, at this point, they've sanctioned him by the literally by the thousands. Yes. So if the first 5,000 sanctions didn't work, uh, you know, the next 10 aren't going to make a difference. If, but what's funding the war is oil and gas revenue. So you have to cut off that, that stream. Right. Uh, but I think we've grabbed all the oligarchy, oligarchy yachts we're going to get. Yeah. I mean, a lot of that stuff is like really flashy news stories, but it's, it's, it was never going to have an effect. It just makes people feel good. It's like, yeah, yeah, let's take his yacht. Okay, you, you, got, uh, you got Igor's yacht. Now what? You got to you got to stop the bombs. In a nice story, the a Russian Nobel Peace Prize winner. Do you get that peace prize? Dmitry Muratov is going to auction off his medal to raise money for Ukrainian refugees. Yeah, that's nice. That is nice. It is nice. I knew you'd but, love it. I mean, it's just it, it's so much virtue signaling going on. I I, I listen to. Every day between noon and one, roughly the uh, one of the spokes holes, I guess for the. State Department, yeah. a guy named Kirby. Uh, he holds court, takes on all questions. And he's a very congenial guy, very patient. But, you know, he does the dance. He does the diplomatic dance with his answers. And, you know, every so often when a reporter asks a pointed question about the reality of all the people dying, but let me just point out again that this is Putin's war. It's his choice. He's choosing to do this. And we stand strong along with our allies against this sort of brutality. I mean, you, it's about 11 times in an hour he'll say that whenever there's a tough question. It's like, that's great. I've heard that. Uh, that's not, that doesn't seem to be stopping all the shelling, the artillery, the, uh, the bombs. It's nice that we're all standing strong and beating our chest and saying, hey, we're all united here and Putin's a bad guy. Yeah, we know. Very, very weird, this whole public world. I wonder what they're doing on the inside. Are they doing anything on the inside? Is there any secret plots going on for somebody to tunnel up, you know, from the floorboards and, uh, you know, uh, stick a poison dart in his rear end? Uh, I don't know that that's in the works. But that, that's what that's the, that's the only thing everybody ought to be working on. How you hmm. get how you get somebody on the inside to say, you know, what, I'm going to take care of this. This is really this is crazy. I mean, how, I mean, are all these guys psycho? The whole cabinet? Does the whole cabinet watch uh, all these thousands and thousands of Ukrainians get killed and children and people trying to walk uh, to, to on, on their escapers? Why aren't you as worked up over the Uyghurs or the Rohingyas? The Uyghurs? No, I have been worked up over the Uyghurs. I hate all the phony baloney LeBron. We should be invading China then because the, the Le- they are uh, eliminating the Uyghurs. Yeah, the LeBron Jameses of the world. Those big, stupid phonies who carry on with all their uh, virtue signaling in this country about our flaws, and then he's taking gobs of money from China and all the corporations that that enslave children to build the technology equipment. 
I, I just just say up front. Just say up front. It's like, you know what? I know I'm enslaving children to make my sneakers, and uh, I'm happy about it. I'm comfortable because uh, my kids aren't being enslaved. I'm living in a multi-million dollar mansion, so I'm, I'm cool with my kids. And, yeah, I know. I know Chinese kids. Uh, they're getting a raw deal, but I'm making a lot of money on these shoes. Aren't they cool? I mean, people riot over these shoes. shoes. They must be cool. And the uh, Rohingya people. You know about them? No, who are they? they were in Myanmar. Oh, the, yes, I have. A stateless have... Indo-Aryan ethnic group who follow Islam and reside in Myanmar, but there was a big genocide in 2017. Nearly a million of them fled yeah. to Bangladesh. Facebook helped with that one. The, the, mur the, the murderers actually communicated and organized on Facebook, and Facebook knew it was going on and did nothing to disrupt them. Oh, is that what? It... Yeah. What the, 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 the... The, these are all bastards. That's why they're and they're all at the leading edge of virtue signaling and and uh, you, you know banning free speech on social media and and censoring stories and and going after hate speech and all their little pet projects and then the stuff they allow thousand times worse billion times worse yeah yeah but Facebook while they're busy like uh, tamping down on everybody's hate speech uh, what's really going on is the thousands of people are getting murdered in Myanmar and they helped facilitate it the most bizarre story of the day, though, concerning Russia is the fact that Japan is protesting. What is Japan protesting? Russia has pulled out of stalled talks for a peace treaty. You might say a peace treaty between Japan and Russia. You might say that, John. What's that about? What's that about? Believe it or not, to formally end hostilities of World War II. The two countries have a long-running dispute over four islands. Okay. Known as the Southern Curls in Russia and the Northern Territories in Japan. And as bizarre as it sounds, they are still engaged in talks over these four islands this many years after World War II. Who controls II. them, I wonder? I have to look that up. But apparently they were supposed to have talks, but Russia said, well, we're a little busy with Ukraine and Japan's not happy. Come on. Come back to the table here. Let's talk about this yes. 70, 80 years later. If I, I was Japan, I'd leave them alone right now. We're getting nuked. They're in, a, they're in a bad mood. <laughs> All right, we'll finish up coming Just up next. A couple of islands here. John and Ken, KFI. John and Ken Show, John Cobell and Ken Shampoo. It's KFI AM 640 live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. Well, they've let some of the beleaguered staff at the Chernobyl nuclear power facility in Ukraine to be relieved by other Ukrainian technicians. They had been working there on an ongoing basis since Russia took over the plant a few weeks ago. But they're finally going to get some rest and get replaced by other Ukrainian technicians from nearby towns. Um, it's taken a year, and it's kind of pathetic. There is finally a book about the Biden administration. A couple of New York Times reporters, Jonathan Martin and Alex Burns, you can expect as much. It's, it's titled... This will not pass. Trump, Biden, and the battle for America's future. Isn't that a bombastic title? Wow. That's heavy. It's a page turner, isn't what's it? What's not going to pass? It is pretty heavy. You're right. What is it? Joe's lunch is not going to pass? I mean, what's, what's I not passing through? Don't know. I don't know what that means. I, they've only released an excerpt. And the excerpt happens to be about Vice President Kamala Harris and about Biden threatening to fire anyone who leaks stories to the media that made the vice president look bad. I will not. I will. <laughs> I will not. I need. Where am I? Yeah. <laughs> well, 
It says here he brought senior staff into the Oval Office and told them if he found that any of them were stirring up negative stories about the VP, they would be quickly former staff. Well, there you go. You know what? This is just a PR piece by the Times. The staff worked around it because what they did is they quit and then they trashed uh, Kamala Harris to reporters. Yeah, she lost 10 major aides in the last year. I, I know exactly what she's about. I I know what she's about. She's really insecure, in over her head, and she blames everybody so else. So she lashes out. She right? lashes out because she's constantly nervous. She's being exposed. She's being ridiculed. She looks like a fool because she didn't deserve the job. She did nothing in her life. I mean, we know how she got her start, right? Willie Brown's pal. That's how she got her start. Then she got appointed. And then she runs in a time where people are voting to check uh, demographic boxes rather than uh, analyzing actual brains and talent. And and so there you go. This this is this is what happens. I mean, she was a terrible, terrible candidate. Terrible candidate. No record to speak of as a senator. Um, and and of course she's a disaster. It, it it's the opposite of of who you should pick. The opposite. The. Biden administration is also looking to expedite the resettlement. I can only describe it as woke Ukrainian refugees. The plan would let some Ukrainians, listen to this list, activists, journalists, and those part of the LGBTQ community safely enter the U.S., at least temporarily. It looks like they're prioritizing people from the woke list, you know, the journalists who protect us all from the evil people. I know. It's like this just never ends. No, I know. It, it's insufferable. And you wonder why I was telling you about that poll where the public thinks that 30% of the country is gay and 30% is bisexual and, 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 and 20% is transgender. This is why. Oh, because it's all distorted by the coverage oh. and the priorities of... Oh, here's another one. Do you know, um, uh, on average, Americans think 40% of the country is black? No, I'd not heard that. And the re- certainly it, know that's not true. It's in the same poll. Uh, the real numbers twelve forty percent. Yeah. I mean, where do they live? Um, well, among among blacks who are surveyed, they think fifty percent of the country is black. They do not. Yeah, they do. You should you should read the accompanying story. Well, it's because most people don't get out of their own bubble. Right. Well, so I there's mean, probably other people they see in their community are black, and they think, yeah, it's that's most of us. Right. I, I don't know how else to explain that. Yeah, I, th- I think. What uh, is it really like? Ten uh, percent or 12. 12. Yeah. Well. Twelve percent of the country's black, yeah. But you know, just look uh, look on TV, and you could see why people would get that impression. Because well, yeah, there's been a real explosion on TV and movies and characters, yeah, right? And, yeah. And the thing I always tell people, and I hate to get too deep into this because it's really a lot of nonsense, is there really isn't still a lot of Latino and Asian representation. It's no, still it's exploded not. in the number of black characters in commercials and TV shows. No. They're, Specifically they're, black people. It really has exploded. They're not in the favorite status with these woke people. Well, they got to start yelling. Yeah. Well, Conway's here. Hey, now. Hey, now. Mark Thompson's coming in, I guess, at some point. Uh, right. He'll be here tonight. That's kind of cool. <laughs> not yet? Not yet. Oh, We're getting come on. There. We're going to dip, uh, dip in and out of this debate that starts uh, on Fox. So we'll uh, see. There's a, I think the first one, the Caruso, is going to be at where it's televised. And you're going to get a sense of, you know. Yeah, yeah they're coming after him. Yeah, right. Hear. Yeah, I, I, I bet they He's will. He's got the money. Right. You'll, uh, you, you'll see. They've 
probably done internal polls. Nobody's released one, but you'll see how well he's doing based on how much yeah, time he spent attacking attacked. him. Right. Oh yeah. No, they're all going to attack him, right? He's the you know the guy with the the money and and uh, probably knows how to turn this city around, right? Right. All right. Then we have uh, a judge dismisses a lawsuit blocking the three hundred twenty million dollar deal to sell the Angels stadium to the angels that's a sweet deal for the angels i mean they get all that property for 320 million dollars oh, right is that the... why it's being blocked because uh, it's too cheap or... yeah that's what that that's the uh the rumor that were, or the story that was going out was that uh it's way undervalued i mean it, it's probably closer to you know seven or eight hundred million dollars I mean, that's a tremendous oh, wow. parking oh yeah i mean look it's freeway close or the the, the yeah. uh you know the train goes right through there uh yeah. you know it's it's close but, but, to 900 free well, it makes it so right? easy to get into the stadium right yeah I mean, there's 900 ways to get in there going to angel stadium is is like a, a yeah, million dodger times stadium's easier than dodger stadium <laughs> dodger stadium's a nightmare right dodger stadium has like three entrances i know <laughs> stadium way welcome <laughs> Good luck. Yeah, getting out of there is uh, d- tough as well. Uh, and then we, uh, the police are searching for five suspects who targeted, targeted luxury jewels in Beverly Hills. Uh, yeah, smashing out the, the windows. The smashing grabbers yeah. are back. Yeah, the smashers and the grabbers. So what? we got a lot to cover tonight. You know, we'll be here oh, all night. Sounds so, big. Uh, yeah. All Mark right. gets here. We love it. We'll, uh, we'll have it ready Ding for dong. Yeah. <laughs> Ding dong. Ding dong. Come right. on. Crozier yeah. with the news. Conway Thompson, KFI, KOSD, HD2, Los Angeles, Orange County, live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals, committed to improving your life as well as the world around you. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview Great Falls offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity.